These men and women have sacrificed their lives and they've left families behind. And surely as a nation, we owe it to them to look after the families and look after the children that they've left behind. And that's why it's just so essential for us to, to never lose sight of that and, and to remember that every single day. By this point in the series, we've talked about where the charity came from, the legacy that it holds and how it's the backdrop to everything that we do. We've also talked about how we actually achieve our mission, the things we do to actively support our beneficiaries. So now it's time to talk about what Scotty's is actually like. It's incredibly important to us that we're open and that you and our supporters know how we're achieving our mission and what we're doing to further that. And part of that is talking about who we are and how we work. As a charity, we're made up of some amazing individuals, a handful of who you've already met, who come together as a team to further our mission. To do that, Scotty's has developed a unique, supportive and encouraging environment, unlike any I have seen before. Today, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about the culture that Scotty's has cultivated, as well as its values and the hierarchy that it's put in place. To do that, I need to introduce you to Scotty's CEO, Stuart Robinson. Hi. Culture is defined as the ideas, customs, and social behavior of a particular people or society. To that point then, it's clear why businesses and workplaces develop their own cultures and ways of working. So why then did Scotty's start focusing on their culture? And how does it help to achieve the mission? At Scotty's, we found that we kept talking about the Scotty's way or how we go about doing things. And it, it wasn't until about maybe six years into the charity's life that we realized that what we were talking about was our culture. that point that we actually started to try and articulate what that actually meant so it, it all came really organically it wasn't forced it wasn't that we sat down one day and said right okay what are our values going to be or, or you know let's come up with like what does our culture it came really organically it just developed over time which i think is the best way of, of it developing certainly i know i've been in companies and businesses workplaces before where one day someone's come in and said these are our values, this is our culture, this is what, how we're going to behave going forward. And everyone's kind of, you know, looked up and then looked back down and carried on as they were before. Whereas at Scotty's, it was very much a case of, we're working in a certain way and, it, and we keep referring to the Scotty's way, but what does that actually mean? And that's where the culture really kind of started to come together. We always found that we did things a little bit differently to the norm. When we started the charity, we were really aware that we didn't have any experience in the charity world or a team and trustees have, had come from more commercial backgrounds. And, and at the time we thought that, I mean, that was a disadvantage. Actually, I think it's turned out to be an advantage in, in many cases. But we also, we always knew that we did things a little bit differently. You know, we didn't, we didn't necessarily follow the, the standard model. And then I guess the charity began to grow like, like five, six, seven years in and, and new people are coming on board and, and we're recognizing how essential it is that they, they kind of understood where we were coming from because it isn't the same, the same culture that you, that you might experience in other charities or other organizations. And so how do we go about communicating that to, to anyone that was joining the team or anyone that was thinking about joining the team? 
And I suppose that's where the the articulation and and creating the the culture code came really came about, you know. And it was it was really like the team together collectively sitting down and saying, what are the things that are really important to us, and what are the things that we're that we're doing on a daily basis that we kind of feel that are a little bit different or unique to us or really important to us. And when we started putting those down on paper, we realised that you know this is this is the culture, this is the Scotty's way, and these are the things that that guide us on our journey. And what we've found since then is that if you stick to those values and, and those beliefs, it doesn't really matter what what challenges or questions you, you're faced with. The the culture guides you uh, and answers those, and you're never going to do something wrong. You're never going to do something that's at the detriment to the families that we support or the wrong thing for the charity to do. You're never going to put a commercial opportunity or a fundraising opportunity ahead of, of the families if you stick to the values. So you can't go far wrong if you if you follow the, the, the culture code and, and, and those beliefs that we've created. If the culture is the ship that the charity is on, the values are the navigation system. They make sure all of the work we do is aligned and steer us in the right direction. Our culture really centers around our four core values. So families come first, every supporter of VIP, love what you do and remember every day. Families comes first is the number one value for us. It's the most important thing. I mean, as a charity, we only exist to support the families of men and women who have served our country and are no longer with us. And so we have to remember that uh, every day, that every action we take, we, we, as a charity, we are governed by our mission. And we can't go off on a tangent and decide that we should go and do this because it feels like a really nice thing to do. We are here to support those families. And so they have to come first. We can't explore a commercial opportunity or a fundraising opportunity if it's not putting the families first. We can't decide that, you know, there's a project here which sounds like a really fun thing to do if it's not putting the, the families, it's not in their best interests and it's not putting them first. We can't allocate resources to something if it's not in the best interest of the families. And that's what Families Comes First is all about. And, and on a daily basis, the team, when they're making decisions, they are thinking about how does this help the families that we support? So it helps directly and indirectly. It helps the team members in their own roles, guide them and how they can help them, whether they work in, in the finance department or whether they work in the families team. And it helps them with that decision-making process because they, can, they will always put the families first when they're making decisions. The second value is everyone a supporter, every supporter of VIP. So this is essentially saying that everyone that walks through our door or gets in contact with us, phones us up, has anything to do with the charity, has the potential to support us in some way, whether that's bringing us the post, whether it's raising money, whether it's providing services. And therefore we should treat everyone as a VIP. And whether they raise £100 or £100,000, they should be treated in, in the same way as a VIP. And it's amazing how many times somebody who raises £100 experiences that VIP treatment and comes back a year later and supports us in another way or supports us again. So that could be the way that we answer the phone. That could be somebody coming into the office and we're in the middle of a meeting. Well, we don't, we, we, we don't carry on the meeting. We stop the meeting, go and meet the person that's just come into the office. You know, we don't put 
ourselves first. third value is love what you do and this is so important this is this is one about the team and it's it's really we've seen that when you love what you do for a living when you come into work and you absolutely have a, a real passion for it you do great work it doesn't even feel like work and we've seen the difference between somebody who is not completely passionate about the mission versus somebody who is and it just makes all the difference and you feel better about what you're doing you know you want to come into work you you're looking forward to mondays because you want to come into the office and and, and get get started it's also important that you you don't just love being a part of what we're trying to achieve being a part of the scotty's team you've also got to love your part within it as well that's really important and that's something that that we've learned over the years that we've had lots of people that really love what we're doing but there, there has to be the right role for them as well so they've got to really enjoy what the, what they're actually doing on a daily basis when you love what you do it's just it doesn't feel like work remember every day is important for us because we have to remember that the whole reason that we're here that the charity exists that we're in this privileged position to be working here supporting these amazing families is because men and women have signed up to serve their country and, and many of those are sadly no longer with us and that's something that we have to remember every single day for these families remembrance day isn't once a year it's every day and it's important for us it doesn't matter what your role is within the charity that you remember every single day that this is the reason that we are here and this is the job that we have to do if there were no longer any conflicts around the world and there was no need for this charity, then we would pack up, our job is done, we've achieved the mission. And sadly, we're a long way from achieving that mission. There's so much more work to do. There are so many young people out there that, that haven't accessed the support that will need more support in the future. So that work is a long way from being done, but, but that is remembering the whole reason that the charity exists is to, is to do that job. These men and women have, have, have sacrificed their lives and, and sh they've left families behind. And surely as a nation, we owe it to them to look after the families and look after the children that they've left behind. And, and, and that's why it's just so essential for us to, to never lose sight of that and, and to remember that every single day. So Scotty's culture is made up of these four core values and the right people that fit together to form a great working team. It's fundamental then that this team lives the values. It's okay having the values and the culture code, but you've got to make that a reality, haven't you? You've got to actually live those values. So we're always looking at ways that we can we can do that, we can explain it, we can show other team members great examples. For example, remember every day, we always have a hero of the month that we remember. And our, and our Friday huddles, the last part of that meeting is always dedicated to to one of the team talking about our hero, telling us a little bit more about their life, their family's lives, how the charity has been able to help their family. And that happens every week and their, their photo goes up on the wall. It's the first thing you see when you enter the office. You know, that's an example of us trying to live that value of remembering every day. You know, it's not just that we, we say we've got this value, it's about actually living it and doing it. With families come first, we'll always give really great examples with the rest of the team. So, you know, it doesn't matter what department you're working in, you're getting first-hand uh, stories about how the charity's helping, 
if we see another team member who exhibits a really great you know, example of, of one of our values, we'll flag that up. We'll tell we'll tell the rest of the team. You know, this is what good looks like. We think that this person's done a like a really great job. You know, there was a there was actually quite a challenging thing for them to do here, but they took the right the right steps. You know, the right moral decision based on our values when they could have gone in a different direction. And it's really important to share those stories and and talk about them. And that's the foundation of the culture that makes Scotty's Little Soldiers unique. A blend of four core values that pave the way for the team and develop that culture as they're put into practice. So what does that look like from day to day? Our culture Scott, is, is a lot more than just the four core values. I mean, they're central to everything, but then we're also looking at like, how do we create an environment for the for the team to thrive and you won't find a hierarchy here at scotty's you know we're a flat hierarchy everybody knows their roles they take res responsibility and ownership of those roles and you know i may have the title of ceo but i certainly don't feel that i sit at the top of the tree in fact maybe the opposite of that maybe at, at the bottom you know my role with the trustees is to is to help define the mission and the general direction of travel but it's up to the team to decide what route we're going to take on that journey and then my role is to support them in that and to provide the resources and the environment we've we've got a team a family's team who are experts in in bereavement who am i to tell them how we should deliver that support you know we i help set the framework and the, and the goals and they with myself and the rest of the team decide on the best way of delivering that and so then it it's a case of the rest of the team providing the support and the resources that they need to, to do that. So I probably sit at the, the bottom of the pile, if anything. So we've got a very flat hierarchy. It's very, you know, everyone has ownership of their roles. Everyone has accountability, not accountability just to me, but to the rest of the team as well. But also, you're not an island. We, we all work collaboratively together. You know, nobody's working on their own just because they have ownership of, the, of their area, of the charity and their role. We all work as a team, there are no egos, and, and that's really important, you know. There's no, no one's gonna tell you what to do here, but equally you're gonna get as much support as you need from the rest of the team. And, and that responsibility is great, and a lot of people, for a lot of people, that's, that's just an amazing thing. For some people, it's actually really challenging. It's not, it's not for everyone. Some, some people need somebody to give them much, much more guidance in, in what they're doing, but we like to, to empower the team uh, and give them the freedom you don't have to fill in a holiday request form. If you want to go on holiday, we've got unlimited holidays. Take as much holiday as you need, as long as we're getting the job done. And you don't need to book an appointment to go to the dentist. You know, you, don't, you can set your own hours within, within, a, you know, within a certain framework. So, so we're really kind of saying to guys, look, we're all adults. We know what the job is that we need to do. Let's get it done. And if we get it done, we're not really too fussed about how, it, how, we're, how we're doing that on a day-to-day -day basis. As well as the people that make the culture real, you know, there's the physical elements to it as well. You know, the environment is really important. You know, the space that we have and how that fits the way that we work is really important. The tools that we use, the technology, even down to the team kit. You know, we've got a team kit. We wear hoodies and jeans. You know, we, we whatever you feel comfortable to do the best work in is what you can come to work in. But we've got our corporate, if you like, our colours, our, our t-shirts, our hoodies, but all with a bit of variance. So you've got a bit of individuality and our names on them to make us feel more a part of the team. Even little details like that make you feel more of a team and and and, and help us really kind of accentuate that that culture even more. As Stuart says. 
For some people, this culture is incredible. It offers the freedom to really do your job and own your part in the process of achieving the mission, while facilitating that teamwork and collaborative nature that can push projects to the next level. But for others, that can be quite daunting. Finding the right people who fit the team is always a struggle, no matter who you are or what you're working on. With the culture and team dynamic so front and center at Scotty's, that's made a little bit easier by openly attracting the right people. But equally, it takes time for the culture to bed in. I think when people are joining the team, we're looking for certain kind of personality traits, I suppose. You, you can learn skills, but you know, you, as, a, as a person, you've got character traits that are probably not gonna change. So that's kind of what we're, we're always looking for when, when we're bringing new, new people into the team, but we don't expect anyone to get it within, within day one. And I've, we've often heard that it can take three, four, even five years for someone to really understand the culture of an organization, especially when it's quite unique. So there's a process and it's very much on, on the rest of the team to help bring new people on board with the journey and, and you know, talk them through the culture. And there's unique terminology and there's a unique way of working. You're not gonna get that in the, in the first six months, even in the first 12 months, it takes time to, to bed that in. And, and that's where you know, the rest of the team kind of takes ownership on helping people get, get to that point. Something that I feel I find really interesting is that if you ask someone, you know, what does a high performing team look like? They'll probably talk to you about, I don't know, Manchester City or, you know, some top Premier League clubs or Barcelona, Real Madrid, or maybe, you know, the, the Patriots in, in the NFL, or, you know, maybe they'll talk about Navy SEALs or UK Special Forces, NASA, you know, scientific groups, kind of like that. And they kind of, they associate those teams as, as high performing teams. And, and those teams often have quite obvious characteristics but it's amazing how few times we're happy to bring those characteristics into our daily daily work and i i thought scotties we've learned a lot from watching those kind of teams you know what is it that makes those teams special how do they are you know it's the level of the level of training the level of all the little details about coming together as a group you know the the team where the every all of the, the environment all of those things kind of help build a really high performing team and and there are so many great examples out there and we feed off that we feed off that inspiration and we, we want to be a high performing team we've got a mission to achieve so we're going to try and learn as much as we can to 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 implement that and, and to develop our own high performing team and inspiration is the right word i've worked in a number of places that implemented their own culture and core values with teams that often forgot about them until they were needed. At Scotty's, the values are used every single day in everything that we do. I can see the teams actively using them to lift themselves and their colleagues, to push what they're capable of and to become that high-performing team. And sure, okay, that sounds really intense, but it's not because the culture is so freeing and allows you to take that step back, to breathe and to manage yourself and your own time. I believe it's because of the culture that Scotty's has thrived and continues to reach for the next goal and will continue to achieve that goal every single time. And that leads me on to the last important point. It's all well and good setting this up, but it has to be maintained. And this is yet another place where Scotty's has proved that as a team, they've got it right. 
the culture is the collective set of beliefs and values of the team. So it's not about one or two people, you know, it's not about myself and Nikki who started the charity and then this is how it's going to be. Actually, the culture grows. It's kind of organic, you know, and as the team grows and you you, you begin more diversity, that culture develops. So it's something that um, doesn't come top down if you like it's it's the whole team is involved in in the process of, of developing it and has responsibility to, to develop it and we have a, a culture team who meet regularly and think about ways that we even need to adapt the culture going forward or how can we find new ways of living it and, and on a day-to-day -day basis and how can we ensure that you know the rest of the team understand what what the culture is all about with that thinking at the forefront of their mind Scotties will go on to maintain and develop their culture. And who knows, a year from now, it could look different, but it'll look different for all the right reasons. From my experience within the culture and from seeing others living it, I can't recommend the approach enough. With the right people, the right attitudes and mindsets, this culture facilitates so much good and it all feeds back into the most important part of the charity accomplishing the mission. Everyone here at Scotty's shares a common mission. You know, everyone's bought into that mission. Everyone's passionate about that mission. And we work collectively as a team to achieve that. And I think there's no hierarchy. There's no egos. Everyone wants to work in the same way, work together as a team. We want a great place to work, but to be achieving things that make a real difference to the families that we support. Scotty's Little Soldiers is a charity on a mission. One, it is achieving. You can find out more and support us at scottieslittlesoldiers.co.uk.